This is a Spoonyville podcast, chronically candid conversations, and I'm your host, Morgan Green. Hello, 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 beautiful people. I hope you're doing great. So, it's May, and if you're not aware, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I have basically dedicated a big portion of like my advocacy efforts and just my awareness efforts on the mental and emotional effects of living with a chronic illness. So you know I had to come hard when it came to Mental Health Awareness Month because I think it's a very, very big issue, especially when you have a chronic illness. I mean, mental health is a priority always, in my opinion, but definitely I think it's something that should be talked about in the mental, excuse me, in the chronic illness realm. So this week, I want to double back on the topic that I brought up uh, last year on like my Instagram and there's an article on my blog. So go check that out about the concept of toxic positivity. So um, let's get started. So basically, I'm talking about toxic positivity when there there is such thing as being too positive or positive to the point of being negative, you know? So I'm pretty sure that you've seen the quotes and the, you know, positive affirmations. And I do affirmations as well, but there is a line, you know what I'm saying? Those inspirational posts that prompt you to always look on the bright side. The key word there is always, you know, I've been guilty of double tapping a quick post because yeah, you know, you need good vibes, you need positivity, but maybe some people don't love them. You know, I was scrolling on Instagram one day and I saw a post about toxic positivity and that was probably my first time hearing about it um, last year because to me, uh, it was kind of like a what? I mean, I'm sure you're probably saying the same thing if this is your first time hearing about toxic positivity because toxic and positive almost seem like an oxymoron of sorts to me, you know? So if you guys have been listening to me for a while or on my YouTube channel or reading my blog, you know that I'm a kind of like a realist or at least I claim myself to be, you know? I'm not necessarily the positive patty of any particular group. And I try to view things with like a realistic lens, you know? I can see multiple perspectives or I make an attempt to see different perspectives, you know, glass half empty and half full, you know, any given day or any given situation. And I try to balance out. So if someone's coming to me in there in a negative situation, I try to bring positive things just to give, you know, to counterbalance it. If someone's coming to me with just all this positivity and, oh, this is just blah, 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 then I'm going to counter it with, you know, maybe a little bit of realism, what they may consider to be negativity, but I just like people to think from all sides, you know? But anyway, I'm never overly optimistic, but I'm not a pessimist. At least I'm not. So I want you to guys, excuse me, I want you to just pause for a second and think about what happens when you see a sign or a quote or something that says positive vibes only? Like, does that offend you? Um, because somebody operating in toxic positivity could perceive that as literally saying the only vibes that are ever acceptable is positive. And that is when it becomes a problem. So let me just first give you guys a definition of what is toxic positivity since we're going to be talking about it. So Toxic positivity, I'm doing air quotes, but you guys can't see, is basically the idea that people should 
only ever be happy or positive or only ever look on the bright side of things. It means being so laser focused on the positive that negativity and just, you know, anything bad, it just doesn't happen. It's like you got on blinders, you can't see it. It's just, it's not allowed. You are not allowing that in your space. So I'll give an example. Say you go to like a friend or a family member to confide in them that, oh, you're having a rough time and like your chronic illness journey. And they reply with something like, oh, well, just have faith that everything will work out or, you know, look on the bright side or at least you're not, you know, X, Y, and Z. That's like, wow, totally invalidating your feelings and your experience, right? That's when it becomes toxic. And I know people are like, what's the problem with being positive? Nothing. There's nothing wrong with being positive. I think it's a great attribute and the world needs people who are positive because there are people who are always negative, right? Thinking positive is not bad, but neither is um, thinking negative within reason. I'll get there. So if you're a person who, you know, wants to think positive and you want to sprinkle positivity on your loved one, especially someone dealing with a chronic illness, you are not a bad person. That is a natural reaction to want to uplift someone who is down, you know, keep them in good spirits. And it's no secret, as I said um, many times before, that a person's mental and emotional state does play effect on their health. So if you're dealing with someone who has a chronic illness, them constantly being down or in a negative mental space can play a role in how their body's responding to treatments and just a myriad of other things. Depression and stress have the ability to literally make your illnesses worse. So we definitely want to address the mental health issues, but not to a point of toxic positivity. It's natural to want to balance negativity with positivity. But like with all things, there is a such thing as being too positive. There is so much of being a excuse me, there is a such thing as being too or too much of a good thing, as they say. So what happens when there's toxic positivity is that you're denying or avoiding any unpleasant emotions, you know, and that's like anger or sadness or envy. So kind of like how people say, oh, fake it to you, you're just going to pretend to be happy until you actually become happy. But that doesn't always happen. You know, just because you avoid your emotions doesn't make them go away. We just stuff them down. And as humans, we are literally designed to experience every spectrum of the emotion realm. You know, emotions are healthy. They tell you information about yourself and your situation, you know, doing a lot of journaling and, you know, meditation and introspection. Like I've experienced a lot of emotions on a daily basis. And I personally used to ignore my emotions or avoid them, not to a place of toxic positivity, just that I didn't want to deal with them because they are very uncomfortable. Emotions are uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> so I give you guys like a real life scenario, you know, I've always been afraid of dogs. Like I have been afraid of dogs as long as I can remember, maybe not as a baby baby, but bugs, birds, dogs, things, animals, it's just not my judge, you know? So when I see a dog, my body literally tenses up and fear consumes me and for whatever reason, I interpret dogs as threats, you know, and it could go back to like childhood memories or maybe something happened to me. I don't really know where it stems from, but I know that when I get that emotion or that fear, it lets me know that 
I don't feel safe and that I need to remove myself from, you know, the realm of where the dog is in order to respond to what my body is telling me. So emotions tell you things, you know, you can't ignore your emotions. You can't ignore your gut. Um, they are there to help guide you on your journey. Like, why would you want to, why would I sit there and try to suppress this emotion of feeling afraid when I know that I'm uncomfortable and also the dog can feel my uncomfortable and it could just spiral into a very, very bad situation. Rather than do that, I'm going to listen to that feeling. I'm going to address it and I'm going to put myself in a better situation. Okay. So I want to give you guys some more examples of like, toxic positivity, um, because it can be difficult to really know the right thing to say, especially when you're dealing with someone with a chronic illness. And um, there is a line between being just positive and being toxic. So one example of being toxic would be try not to think about it, just stay positive versus do you want to talk about it? I'm here to listen. Do you guys see the difference? Or telling someone, don't worry, just be happy versus, you know, I see how that can be a little frustrating or overwhelming. Is there anything that I can do to help? Do you see the difference between being toxically positive, you know, to the point of kind of just being dismissive and versus being um, validating and accepting, giving them a space where they can feel safe to feel their emotions, you know? So... If you've been following my journey over the past few years, you know, I have teetered and I've talked about it, like being depressed about, you know, having a chronic illness and I suffer with, you know, retreating back into like isolation and in the effort to pull myself out of that place, I started doing certain things like gratitude, meditation, journaling, affirmations. Um, So you guys may see different quotes and things on my page, you know, I try to share inspirational, motivational quotes on IG and even here, you know, just pepping you guys up with good vibes, but I'm operating in a space of positivity when I can. I also come on here, uh, to give you guys the real, as I said, self-supporting realness. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm on my Instagram stories and I'll be like, oh, this sucks. Oh, I have a migraine today. I'm in the dark. Like I try to balance out, you know, my positivity with realness with sometimes, hey, every day is not going to be a good day because I want to have that balance. So me personally, I'm comfortable and confident in that I'm not being toxically positive because I want to spread love, spread light, but I also want to be real and give people a space to feel however they feel because I know what it's like to be in that super duper dark space where when someone says something positive to you, you just want to punch them in the face, you know? So (laughs) I don't really know. Um, how to encourage other people to achieve that balance only to just do a self self assessment kind of like I did you know when you're talking to your loved one and asking how do they feel or not how they feel you know when um you can give yourself or give other people compassion and allow themselves allow them to feel whatever they feel within reason so like yes you can have somebody who is depressed and you don't want to be toxically positive. However, you don't also want them to just stay there. So there is a balance between, you know, allowing people to feel their emotion and feel however they feel about it without being enabling them, without 
being an enabler um, and contributing to the downward spiral, if that makes sense. So me personally, I want someone to try to shine some light and positivity on my situation when I'm unable to see it, because sometimes we do have blinders on when it's our own situations, you know, um, so I do things like track my mood. So like if I notice that I vlog like five days of like straight raindrops or poop emojis or whatever I'm looking at that is uh, symbolic of, oh, this is a crappy day. I know I'm in a funk. You know what I'm saying? I'm able to realize that. But sometimes we aren't able to realize that, especially if you're new in your journey and you don't have things in place that kind of keep you centered and grounded. That's when other people could come in. So no, if a person is feeling sad for, you know, a week or so, no, that's not a reason to be alarmed because it's natural. However, you do want to check in with them if it's ongoing, you know. So that's what I use positivity for, you know, not to deny or avoid my problems or my emotions, but to try to make them more tolerable. Or, you know, when I realize, hey, I'm in a bit of a funk, I need to pull myself out. I just want to give myself a little bit of light. Sometimes a little bit of light goes a long way. It's like hope, you know what I'm saying? But I don't need the whole sun to just be shining down on me. You get what I'm saying? So I'm really, really hard pressed to believe that anybody expects a person to be happy all the time, but maybe it's a thing. Um, So that's kind of like where I tend to struggle a little bit with toxic positivity, because how the heck can someone literally be happy all the time unless you are like a cartoon character or something like that? However, as a person with a chronic illness, I 1000% can understand why the concept of toxic positivity is a thing because, you know, speaking from personal experience, the last thing you want to hear when you're in the midst of like a flare up or just something so traumatically life changing is someone sprinkling little positivity raindrops on you. Um, but they're completely healthy and it's not happening to them. Like it's almost a smack in the face. Like I told you, sometimes I'd be ready to, but anyway, so if I open up and express my darkness to someone, I don't want them to be so quick to cast out, you know, how I'm feeling. And, um, it's annoying to say the least, but, uh, it happens. And I don't think that people are doing it maliciously. I just think that it's something that people do out of habit or they consider they're trying to help and this is the only way that they know to help because like with all things with chronic illness everyone in the situation kind of feels helpless and are trying to figure out what's the best way to handle it and there is no right or wrong way per se it's just doing it with that person in mind and allowing for you know acceptance and validation of the experience that they're having so Anyway, toxic positivity never helps. It just doesn't help. And it also makes you feel like a bad person when you're in a negative space. Like, it's just, yeah, whatever. So that is all I have to say on toxic positivity. I know it's kind of complicated, but I hope that I did a good job at relating the experience, relating what what it means, different scenarios. And I really want to know you guys' thoughts on toxic positivity. Um, like, have you experienced it? Are you guilty of it? Um, what some, what are some things that you can do to kind of prevent it? Um, or some things that you've put in place after you become aware of it that have kind of helped figure it out. And I will be talking to you guys, you know, next week. Um, 
another mental health topic, of course, but I hope you guys are in great mental space. I hope you guys are in good physical space, and I hope you guys are in a space operating out of love, light, and compassion for yourself. Until next week, stay in.